Welcome to the Lord of Love podcast, where we believe that self-healing is a spiritual journey and your success on that path is inevitable. I'm an expert self-healing guide, a mentor for women who are on their life transformation journeys. I'm also a success coach and a deep advocate of plant medicine, which I talk about a lot on the show. But the Lord of Love podcast isn't about me. It's about helping you move one step closer to your dream life and creating the reality you deserve. Whether you are healing chronic illness, childhood trauma, financial blocks, or you just want to love yourself more in this lifetime, you're in the right place. Join me every week as we talk about spiritual principles, conscious life creation, and success strategies to expand your mind, heal your heart, and bring you back home to yourself. Okay, here we go. Hello, my gorgeous lovebirds. Welcome back to the Lauren of Love podcast. I am so happy you're here. I want to say the last season of our content has just felt so special to me. If you have been around for the last couple of episodes and everything that happened in April, we had the beautiful opportunity to talk about the Wild Wealthy Feminine with the doors open to the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. I had some incredible guests on the show sharing their experience with the, the actual program itself. Um, We did a beautiful five-day series that was free called Abundance and Alignment, and I released some really cool episodes about feminine business and what I wish I knew if I was starting my business over. So if you didn't get a chance to dive into any of that content for April, I really do invite you to to go back and explore, maybe look in your your history of the podcast series itself and just kind of download some of the episodes that really call you. I think that's really important. I I have a whole list of episodes that I download and use when I'm like driving in the car or you know I'm making breakfast in the morning. And so yeah, I just want to share that, just let you guys know. Um, I am in a very interesting energy right now. I I want to drop in and just share kind of what's been moving through me. I shared about this a little bit on Instagram. I've been closing some karmic cycles. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I have this new pillow too that I have to sit on and it's like really challenging. I'm like trying to correct my back curve. Anyway, more about that probably in a later episode about self-healing. But um, yeah, I've been closing some karmic cycles and it's been a really beautiful part of my spiritual self-healing journey. And it's also been quite challenging if you guys... Have been along for the ride you know that I recently just lost my pup her name is Zoe she was 16 and you know it felt really profound to just kind of like end this whole chapter of my life to be like wow I literally grew into an adult with this baby like I was 19 when I got her so it's really kind of crazy to um you know, experience a a loss that feels really symbolic. And I often invite people into that perspective, whether it's a loved one you have that's transitioning or it's a job that's ending or it's a relationship that's parting ways. You know, 
loss tends to be the sign of a new chapter beginning. And it's really hard to see things that way when we're really attached and we have a lot of pain and we need to grieve. We need to feel everything that we are feeling. But it's also just knowing that something really symbolic is happening here. And that's how I've seen death in my life, you know, going all the way back to like my grandfather's passing in 2012. That was really what led me into my healing journey. But I shared about this karmic cycle closing because what was really interesting about Zoe's death passing was that on the very same day, I was having this huge triggered response of trauma and paying off a large amount of debt. And it was a very profound moment for me because when I got Zoe as a child, you know, I was 19. I still think I was a child back then. Um, you know, I, I had taken out a student, a personal student loan and she was the first thing I bought. But, you know, that really set the foundation for this narrative of like not being in alignment energetically with money and living beyond my means and living off of credit cards. And so she's passing away the very same day that I'm like, closing that portal of everything that I, I once was and it felt really crazy it felt really foreign it felt very overwhelming um, and that was all happening while I was also in launch mode for the wild wealthy feminine which is all about the feminine approach to success and abundance and so I could really see like wow something is happening here that is crazy and it all means something and I shared a little bit about that on my Instagram and I got a lot of responses from people who said like, you know, thank you. It's really your share is really causing me to reflect on my own timelines and my own karmic cycles and my own life of like what the death of a, a loved one or a puppy or a dear kitty, kitty that you love, like what that represents, you know. So I just wanted to offer that to all of you guys to really think about. And it's really um, appropriate today to to have that introduction because we are talking about money and I'm going to be diving in in today's episode to talking about some of the money blocks that you may not have known existed in your life and my perspective on this like I'm just going to speak to this we have a beautiful program that is a digital do-it-yourself that is open for enrollment right now it's called sacred success you're going to hear me talk about that in the advertisements of today's episode Look, here's my strong belief. You're going to learn about it if you take the Sacred Success program. We're going to touch on it here in the podcast episode. I don't really believe that money, quote unquote, blocks are a thing. I think that how we are blocked in money is a mirror and a reflection and an illumination to something else that's going on within us, in our dynamic to ourselves. So what you see as like a money block or a relationship block or a health block, these are just byproducts of your internal relationship with yourself and they are manifesting through the channels of your 3D reality, through the channels of your bank account, through the channels of your body, through the channels of your relationships. So I say that because yeah, it's really cool and, and sensational to be like, oh, I have this block around money. I just can't figure out money. I'm just hard with money. It's not actually money. It's it's actually you. 
Um, so we're going to explore that today, and I hope that today's episode is medicine for you. I hope it inspires you. If this content is something that really speaks to you, I would really, 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 really love to see you screen share this episode on Instagram. Tag me. I love seeing you guys, and I love the takeaways, like when you guys message me and let me know what's coming up. Um, it's really so cool to be a part of your process in that way. And then also, I'll just say if you have time, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify or if you're listening on iTunes, if there's a way for you to download these episodes and leave a review, that would mean the world to me. I love being able to get that love and support from you guys because it's not like, oh, just make me feel good. It's actually like when you do those things we get visible, we get seen by more people, and this message, if it helps you, it can help many, you know? Um, I like to talk about this, like, I believe that, like, when I help one person, I'm helping a lot of people because they're connected to so many other people, and what is resonant for one is resonant for all. So, please, I mean, not all, but, like, you know, more people. So, please, if you have some time, take a minute, go ahead, Um, And let's dive into this conversation today. I hope that this opens your heart. I hope it teaches you something. And I hope you enjoy this narrative around money blocks. So for a long time on my entrepreneur path, I thought that I needed to fix my relationship with money. I needed to land a lot of sales, make a lot, and just finally be able to pull myself out of debt. But what I realized throughout this journey of trying to manifest and expand and grow was that I didn't need to heal my relationship with money so much as I needed to heal my relationship with success. For a long time, I felt like it wasn't safe to have the things that I wanted, and I didn't know how to be somebody who felt successful and achieved what she wanted. I was the person who self-sabotaged. I was the person who got in my own way. I was the person who would set goals on their New Year's resolution list over and over and over again and never actually make them happen. So once I figured out how to heal this, I wanted to put a digital course out into the world that would help any person on the journey of creating success actually heal their dynamics with being able to receive what it is that they want. So I birthed and want to tell you guys about this beautiful digital course called the Sacred Success Digital Program. This is a do-it-yourself paced study that you get lifetime access to when you purchase. And this program is designed to walk you through the education around how to liberate yourself from your own suffering with resistance, self-sabotage, limitation. We talk about how to heal unworthiness patterns, creative blocks, burnouts, resistance, and I show you how to switch into freedom and ease so that you show up as an embodiment of success to magnetize to what it is that you really truly want. I always say that success is not something in your bank. It's not an outcome on the scale. It is not an achieved status of lifestyle. Success is something that you embody every single day. And it's a study that we should all learn to master. So inside the Sacred Success program, you get nine powerful video trainings, three journal workbooks, and two meditations that walk you through the process of rewiring your relationship with success. I teach you how to heal the four energy processes to master success in any level of life and business. I teach you how to heal things like resistance and self-sabotage and how to quantum leap so that the results you want happen faster and faster and faster. We explore healing negative fears like failure 
um, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of not being worthy. And I really invite you, if you're resonating with this, to just know that in this study, we are also identifying and embodying our unique energetic blueprint for success. So I'm not just going to teach you how to clear out negative energies, but we are also going to learn how to calibrate to what we really want. So for more information on how to access this, for uh, a, a desire to go check out the sales page, to go enroll in the Sacred Success digital program, you can go to laurenoflove.com and click the shop page for all of the digital courses and you will see Sacred Success right there on the page. I love you guys so much. I can't wait to see who comes inside this study and let's dive into the episode. Let's go back. Okay, family, we're going to start today's deep dive conversation by completely lifting the veil on this entire narrative that there are money blocks. I have been saying this for the longest time, and I really believe that I have seen this unfold in the most miraculous ways in my clients' lives as well, in my students' lives. Um, money blocks are not actually a thing, (laughs) okay? So like we in the online space, this is what happens. Maybe for you, um, you are somebody who's really studying manifestation in her life. You're really like calling in more abundance, more prosperity, next levels of joy, etc., etc. And you are getting radically confused because you're doing all of these things that you're taught around manifestation and they're not actually working. So this is where for me, um, my journey of healing my relationship with money really began was looking at these manifestation tactics and and really feeling confused like there was something wrong with me that I was, you know, feeling uh, like it was never going to happen and everything that I was trying to achieve felt hard and something very interesting as a pattern would happen for me when I was in the early stages of studying this, I would make a lot of money or have a big influx of money and then I would immediately have some bill come up in the mail or an unexpected emergency, or I would get rid of it really fast and just buy things outside of my comfort zone. And I realized that I was telling myself this story that I was blocked in my relationship with money, but what really actually was happening was that I was in a wrong relationship with money. Like, when we have a partner, right, and we're in a relationship with our partner, we don't say, oh, I'm really blocked in my relationship of love in my relationship, right? We don't, I'm blocked. I can't receive it. I don't know what's happening, right? We recognize that there's something out of alignment in the dynamic of the relationship. And we don't never really say like, oh, I'm just blocked. We say there's something out of alignment here. There's something not working. And And when we tell ourselves this story that we are quote unquote blocked from money, what we imagine in our mind's eyes, like this really big wall of resistance around us that's preventing us from having what we want. And what I'm here to tell you is that you are in every given moment of your life in a relationship with money. That relationship with money is present and alive and aware and here and now, no matter what. So you're not blocked around your relationship with money. You haven't discovered how to come into right relationship with it. And so we feel things like resistance. We feel things like 
frustration, triggers, fears, right? A lot of people feel like money fears that are really prevalent in their life. But ultimately, what this all boils down to is this very simple principle of study of self-healing that you may have heard before. It goes like this. It says, as within, so without. And I don't know if you've heard it, but it is an expression. The complete spiritual saying of this is as above, so below, as within, so without, right? And so what we are really saying in that 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 conversation, that beautiful phrase is that however I feel internally within myself is going to shine without you know, beyond my physical body, it's going to shine into my world. It's going to shine into my physical 3D. And I'm going to see that manifest in my dynamics with everything that I interact with. My soul interacts and has relationships with many different things in this lifetime. I have a relationship with my body. I have a relationship with my business. I have a relationship with people, family, friends, clients, customers, students, um, mentors. I have relationships with my partner, my family, right? So we're always relating. I relate to the the area of the earth that I live on, right? I have a relationship to my home. I have a relationship to food. So we need to heal our relationship. We don't need to unblock ourselves, right? And and what we find almost always that is true is that whatever dysfunction we see playing out in a relationship is a manifestation of something that is going on within us. Now, I had a, a very deep, um, beautiful conversation with someone around this recently, a dear friend of mine, and we were talking about this word manifest, right? Because the word manifest, we often assume is self-responsibility. When we hear the word manifest, we say, I have to do this. I want to manifest this. I want to create this. I want to make this happen. What I've really come to recognize is that the word manifest simply means creation. And I would be really silly to think that I am the one responsible for creating every single thing in my life. So when I use this term manifest, like when I say, um, you know, what is manifesting in your relationship with money, what is manifesting in your relationship with your partner or your sex life or your bank account or your food, you know, I'm not, I want you to just kind of remove that charged energy around like, oh my gosh, it's like my fault, right? Because that's not what this means for me when I use this language. I'm talking about what is being created and it's not about who is creating it and who needs to feel guilty and who needs to take ownership of it. It's what is manifesting in your life? What is being created in your life? What is, you know, and then we're like, oh, well, who is creating it? It's it's a, a karmic cycle. It's a soul contract. It's the universe. It's so many different things, right? So, you know, we need to just kind of surrender this pressure that we feel on ourselves to fix all our problems, to have all the answers, to do all the things. And I think that was a really, really big um, thing for me on my journey of manifestation and and being able to heal my dynamic with money was recognizing that there was strong, strong power in prayer and being able to call in what I wanted from this perspective that it wasn't entirely up to me. I can pray, I can set intention, I can connect to my guides, I can connect to spirit, I can connect to the universe, I can connect to something bigger than myself and ask for this support and ask for this healing and ask for this mentorship to be walked through the path of life that I really want to take. 
right? And so for me, like the more, I think this is something to really be said as we open up this conversation. When I see somebody who's really fearful around money, I see somebody who doesn't have a strong relationship with spirituality. I see that. And I'm not saying that like, one is responsible for the other. I just want to acknowledge that both of these things exist simultaneously. What does that tell us, right? Maybe take a minute to think about that. Like when you are fearful around money, when you are stressed about money, when you are so worried about how you're not going to be provided for or what's not going to work or what you're going to fail at or the debt collectors coming, like those may be very alive circumstances and situations for you right now. But what is worrying doing? Worrying is only subscribing to this fear-based ideology that you are not safe. What is the medicine for that? Feeling safe, feeling supported, feeling guided, feeling held, feeling like wherever you are on your timeline is exactly where you are supposed to be, even when it's hard, even when it's challenging, even when it's difficult. Not to say that where you are right now needs to stay where you are because, you know, well, I'm here and this is meant for me and I'm just going to suffer. No, like we, we have creative authority over our lives for sure. We can create massive change. But it's just really, really important to recognize that most of the time when we're really fearful around money, it's really illuminating to us that we don't have a strong relationship with spirit. It's like I, I feel as if, on my timeline of life, the times where I was very trusting and and actually embodied in that and, and had faith of like, I know my heart, I know what I'm worth, I know that I deserve safety, I know that I deserve love, I know that I'm capable of everything I want. I, first of all, feel those things because of my spiritual practice, because I started to heal my relationship with success. Success wasn't about, are you worthy or are you not? Let's find out. Let's try to achieve something, right? And then you just feel like a failure. Success is about a reflection of my embodiment. It's it's like how I feel every day of a reflection of love and patience and trust and peace and gratitude and confidence. And all of that is cultivated through my spiritual connection to myself. So I know I'm covering a lot here, but what I just want to kind of umbrella for you is that there is this really strong mirror that we experience when we feel out of control around money that is illuminating to us that we actually don't have a strong spiritual connection and we need to have more of that. We need to develop that. And if we're going about our journey around money and abundance and mission and impact and we say, okay, maybe I'm worthy of this and maybe I'm not, um, you're really putting yourself in a conditional love container. And oftentimes that container that you're creating in your relationship with money and in your relationship with your purpose and your relationship with anything you're trying to achieve is like, maybe I'm good enough for this and maybe I'm not. I don't know. Let's find out, right? And then that energy manifests in the yo-yoing experience of your mission and your purpose and then that also manifests in your bank account where you're up and down you're up and down because you're in a relationship with yourself that is conditional love based and that's what's manifesting in your 3d because it's not in alignment it's not grounded like when i started this healing 
I know we're covering a lot of things here. We're opening up a lot of doors. Your mind might be spinning at this point. That's okay. When I started healing, I realized that I was chasing success and chasing money because I really felt like if I could achieve a lot, I could prove a lot of people wrong, right? Like that was where it started. And then when I did that and I didn't get the reaction that I actually wanted, I was very confused. I was like, oh my God, nobody really cares. You know, like I did all these really big things. My reality is still the same. I still feel the same. I still feel like I'm not worthy. What the heck? What the heck? Right? And that was where I made this really deep decision to go on a very, very deep spiritual journey because I realized that making close to a million dollars a year, no matter how much I climbed more beyond that, I was never going to feel validated unless I actually felt aligned with myself. And, you know, money back then, just to explain my dynamic with money, was very stressful. Money was very challenging for me. Money was very overwhelming. I constantly felt like there was never enough. I constantly felt afraid of it. I constantly was putting myself in situations with my bank account that were really stressful. And I'm saying that because I want you to know like whether you are here and you're like, I'm making no money and I'm at the, I'm just like suffering, man, or you're making money and you're not feeling aligned those two issues are one of the same for me. Like I firmly believe that they must be solved equally because they both are suffering. It's like you could have all the money in the world and still feel incredibly unhealthy in your dynamic to it and have these like unworthiness patterns and yo-yoing and, and inconsistency and ungroundedness. So we need to recognize that we can always be studying and improving and coming into a better relationship with money. Our relationship with money is always existing. Money blocks are not a real thing. We are just trying to come into right relationship with money and that's really actually about coming into right relationship with ourselves. Now, I want to explain something about the truth of money mindset because for a lot of people, um, in the online space, we are, it's much easier, like, I'll just give you an example that maybe you can relate to. If you were a young teenager, maybe even this happened for you in like middle school or grade school, and you told yourself this story, you're like, okay, if I can just get the perfect diet and have the perfect body and get the perfect outfit then I will feel very confident. Like if that's if that's something that you ever, ever experienced in your childhood, you know as an adult that that focus and that direction of your intention didn't really get you anywhere, right? Like you maybe reached goals and you're like, man, this sucks, I still feel kind of the same. You changed your look and it wasn't enough and over and over again, you were just kind of hard on yourself. You developed dysfunctional patterns around food, eating, body, all of these things, fitness, etc. This analogy is very, very apparent to me in how women show up in their relationship with money because we are distracting ourselves. Like you are telling yourself that I really need to heal my finances and just like as a teenager, you're really focused on, I need to just look the way that I, if I could just finally get this, 
numerically, strategically, if I can do, 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 mark all the things, check all the boxes. You know, we do that with our businesses and our purposes and our bank accounts. We're literally manifesting the same exact dysfunction that played out in our childhood around our bodies in our relationships as adults to our bank accounts. And we say, well, if I could finally just get these numbers, if I could finally just get out of debt, if I could finally just make these do, 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 let me just do it, successful business, yeah, 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 right? Like, that's what we do. We go crazy. And what we're, what we're really doing is kind of wasting our energy because what really has to actually happen Instead of being so obsessed with our money mindset, we have to be looking at the dysfunction within ourselves that's creating an unhealthy mind approach around money. So like money mindset, right? Like what do we learn when we talk about money mindset? We say we want to always feel abundant. We want to always feel supported. We want to always feel like there's potential for more. We want to feel worthy around what we want. We want to feel empowered to go after what we want. We want to feel like money is an unlimited resource always available to us. Okay, I want you to think about everything I just said and apply that to a relationship of love to yourself. I want to feel like There is an infinite amount of resources to love myself. I want to feel safe and supported. I want to feel like I'm abundant and positive all the time in my relationship to myself, right? This isn't about I want to feel abundant around money. I want to feel abundant in love for myself. And this is where we really miss the mark because People are building these love affairs and obsessions around money milestones and we're not actually, you know, going deeper into what really actually is going on. So as we transition into this conversation, I want to talk about these actual quote unquote blocks, you know, with some air quotes around these words that you maybe didn't know you had. And I want you to just reflect on how you are in alignment with these energies and what comes up for you around the shadow of these energies and how you would like to feel around these energies. It's really important when we're healing our relationship with money that we're looking at the internal relationship with ourselves and that's not just about how we feel today but it's also about how we relate to our inner child, our inner teenager, right? A lot of the patterns that are being manifested in our relationship with money are very much often a mirror to childhood trauma and things that we have been through. And we're being asked in this path of healing for our life to look at these things differently and to take our power back essentially. So so let's talk about the first one, this element of safety, okay? So I really love studying this concept. If you've taken the Sacred Success Digital Program, which is open for enrollment. Um, You know all about mastering these skills and I really invite you to go check that out on laurenoflove.com. Safety is one of the most important energies that we're trying to cultivate in our relationship with, with success and with money because we put ourselves in situations where we don't feel safe. And so what this really is about, you know, maybe for you, you don't feel safe because your husband keeps, you know, losing his job. Or maybe you don't feel safe because you're yo-yoing in your bank account all the time. Or maybe you don't feel safe because you're 
on a high and everything's great and then suddenly something really terrible happens in your business right this yo-yo roller coaster this was something very present for me in my journey in the beginning of entrepreneurship and healing my relationship with success because I was a child who was conditioned at a very young age to believe that safety was not her birthright okay so like I didn't have a safe environment as a child. I had an environment where there was a lot of yelling in the home. I had an environment where I felt very misunderstood and very judged by my parents. I didn't feel encouraged or supported. So when things happened that were bad in my childhood, I didn't feel like I had unconditional safety around me to hold me through that process. Get what I'm saying here? So... I have wounds as a child, my my inner child, my young version of myself that maybe haven't been fully healed. Like maybe I've come to terms with them, but maybe in this lifetime I'm meant to experience these patterns as an adult and actually heal them in the right way. So as a child, I was conditioned to believe that I didn't have a safe space, that I didn't deserve safety, that safety was something that I had to work really, really hard to have. And then as a teenager, I manifested this dynamic of relationship to myself. I am somebody who can't be safe in my dynamic with partners, right? And this manifested in my dynamic with partners. And I attracted people who didn't respect me, didn't hold me, um, abused me, right? And then moving on to that, as a older adult, I manifested this pattern in my relationship with money. And I manifested this pattern in relationship to my body where my body had a lot of sickness, right? And so I'm just sharing these narratives because I want you to really think like, to heal your relationship with money and to heal your relationship with success it's about seeing that you perhaps there's a layer of you that doesn't necessarily feel safe to root down and have everything that she wants and that's because you've been through so much in your life and i want to acknowledge that and i want to witness that and i want to hold you in that because we're not here to discredit that or to be hard on ourselves that as adults we're still experiencing manifestations of our trauma, right? There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. This is the path of healing. It is not about, you know, you being unfixable or that you're still having this stuff come up or you should feel really ashamed that your bank account is now so dysfunctional because of your stuff that you should have healed already. Like, take a minute. No. What a freaking gift. Like, when I recognized that and healing my relationship with money, I was actually learning to heal my relationship with safety. I realized that, okay, this is beautiful. Now to heal my relationship with money, let me actually calm my nervous system. Let me dedicate myself to practices and studies that do that. I want to feel safe to expand. Let me study that within myself. Let me continue to put myself out there to heal this wound around not being safe. I want to feel secure. I want to feel rooted. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel held. How can I do that for myself? And this was where money became the byproduct of my inner work. Like this is the game changer. When you remove this obsession and story about money mindset and blocks and blah, 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 manifestation challenges, whatever, and you start to say, okay, actually this is about 
I realize I want to embody success. I want to achieve success in my life. I want to heal my relationship with success. I need to look at my dynamic with safety and I'm going to cultivate this within myself and within my life. That's when you start to become a magnet for the energy as within, so without, right? You start to see the the wealth, the prosperity, the freedom, all of those things coming in, okay? So I want you to think about this of like, how can I actually embody more safety in my life? You know, one of the things that I have been doing that has been a huge game changer is actually studying personal growth um, to feel safe is to feel witnessed in my expansion and to actually continue to challenge myself to grow in safe, supported containers. And so, you know, whether that is the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program or um, the Sacred Success Digital Course that's open that helps you heal these things that we're talking about today, it's really important for you to continue your study and expand. And if, if it's not me, it's not me, but like, you know, find that and dedicate yourself to a practice that allows you to continuously move your needle forward to be like, wow, this new belief I want to have is that it's safe to grow. I had a big wound around that because as a child, when I was achieving things, I had friends that were very jealous. And so I didn't believe that it was safe to be successful. I didn't believe that it was safe to grow because I thought that I would lose people that I loved. So I'm dropping a lot at you, but let's think about it, okay? Let's really think about it. The second quote-unquote block that we're talking about is happiness, okay? I want to I speak to this one in like a lighter way. Like a lot of us have been through things where like our happiness was very stifled. Um, I remember as a child, and there's actually like tons of videos on this, I was the oldest and I have two younger sisters. And when my uh, sister was born, my first sister, um, there are videos, like home videos, of like me being silly and putting my butt in her face dancing and like being loud in front of the camera. And every single video, I am so happy. And then I get yelled at by my dad. And he goes, Lauren, stop. Lauren, stop. Right? And so I, you could see my face change. Like it's so sad the way that I was like reprimanded from, from my parents for just being joyful. And so a lot of us have this experience and it's not to say that our parents are bad people or that our parents are, you know, horrible and and didn't know how to raise us. Maybe that may be alive and true for you. But what's also very true is that for a lot of us, we've been conditioned to not feel safe to be happy in very simple ways. Like we've been taught to be quiet. We've been taught we're too loud. We've been taught that our happiness is secondary. Like if your parents really wanted you to go to school to, to get a really big career that you actually didn't really want, you know, you're learning that my purpose in life is to do what I thrive in and to thrive and not to be happy. And that's where we get a very dysfunctional relationship with success, which is the gateway to money, right? When you feel successful and embodied and confident and happy, you're opening up a doorway to receive the, the love and the, the affection that you really want in your life through your bank account, right? So if you don't feel successful and you're in a situation where, um, you know, maybe for you making money feels really hard and maybe for you there's this story of like, okay, I have to 
sacrifice a lot of time and I have to give my career my all and I need to make it the most important thing to me because success and money really only come from hard work and they really only come from discipline. What you're really doing is creating a block in your relationship with unconditional support within yourself and you're blocking the narrative that really is truly alive within you which says, I want to be happy. Okay, happiness is important. Happiness is a really, really important value. We all deserve to be happy in this lifetime. You know, as children, like I went to go visit my sister's kids last week and oh my God, the giggles, the joy, the play, whether we were doing funny yoga poses outside on the grass or we were inside playing with our our toys the trucks or we were outside on the trampoline like everything that we did was just so full of happiness and giggles and laughter and somewhere along the line our parents condition us and our corporate life uh corporate influence uh, educational influence all these things start to strip us of this narrative and we learn that happiness is actually not my birthright so if you feel intuitively in your heart Like, it's really important to you in this lifetime to be happy. Like, you're like, I, Lauren, I want to heal this. I really want to be happy, right? And you're doing things to make money that make you miserable. You are not an energetic match for success. You're not an energetic match for abundance. It's like you're almost self-sabotaging by putting yourself in an old paradigm of thinking that really isn't yours. It's been a paradigm of programming. So your parents tell you, work hard, pick a career that you can make a lot of money in. It doesn't matter if it makes you happy, you just do it, right? And then you're doing it and you're like, why is my bank account so tight? Why is money so hard to come by? You know, I see this for a lot of people, like part of the Sacred Success Digital Course has a training in there around the mothering method of entrepreneurship because for a lot of entrepreneurs, we project this pattern that we've learned from our parents into our purpose and we put ourselves in situations where we're using Instagram or we're using our marketing, we're, we're showing up in a certain way that we believe is the way that works. And even if it's the way that doesn't bring us joy, even if it's in the way that doesn't make us happy, even if it's in the way that doesn't actually feel exciting to us, we're just robotically doing what we think we're supposed to do to make money. And then we wonder, we wonder why it's so hard to keep consistency. It's because you're not in alignment. You're not in alignment, right? And this isn't about money. This is about you getting real of like, what has to change in your relationship with your purpose in relationship to your service in this lifetime what do you have to see differently how do you have to work with this in a new way what is this coming here to teach you right what is being illuminated so what can I change to be happy like when I feel really happy in my business and I'm like excited to record podcasts and the day feels so juicy and I'm just looking forward to all my calls and I'm like, man, I love what I do. I love what I get to do. And I have balance. I have right relationship with the amount of time that I work and the amount of space that I take. Damn. Yes, more. Right? Yes, more. 
The mothering method is really true to this because, you know, in the Sacred Success program, I explained to you guys that like what you birth into the world, you are the vessel for. And so if you're creating this narrative within yourself that says, I'm not worthy of happiness, happiness is a secondary thing, I'm not going to prioritize this, I'm going to put everything else in front of this, right? You're birthing everything from that misalignment. So you're going to show up in your entrepreneur path and you're not going to feel fully joyful and people feel that. You know, we as healers, as light workers, as teachers, we have a responsibility to be embodied in our success. And that means we have a responsibility to be embodied in our happiness, right? So yeah, that's what I have to say about that one. Let's go to number three. Um, the quote-unquote block you didn't know you had was self-love, okay? So so let's talk about this because are there people in the world who make a shit ton of money who actually are very insecure and hate themselves? Yes. Do I believe that that is the only channel and way to make money? Absolutely not. Do I believe that you can make even more money when you're healing your relationship with loving yourself? Absolutely. okay? I see this pattern Time and time again, women who come into my digital courses, who come into my programs. I had a student reach out and she's like, Sacred Success, this digital course, she bought it last year. She's like, this is everything that I didn't know I needed around actually coming into right relationship with what I want for myself. And to do that, to be like, I want to I want to be successful. I want to embody success. To do that from a superficial egoic way looks one way. But to do that from a space of self-love is something totally different. And I think we as healers for the world, as influencers, as game changers, as mentors, even to our children, like if you're a mother, you're a mentor, right? You have a responsibility to be a mirror of that self-love. And I think my belief in, in this journey of manifestation and money and creating what we want in our life Um, I believe that the more I come into a right relationship with loving myself, the more I am supported in this world, the more I actually get these financial opportunities. You know, I've had this happen to me many times where like I'll have a day and I will feel like things are hard and heavy and I'm complaining and I'm annoyed. And then I have a day where I feel very light and I feel very, you know, excited and in that energy of openness Um, being in right relationship with myself, I get opportunities that just start to kind of show up, right? And so the things I create are more potent in that energy. The client experiences I have are more powerful and the moments I have connecting to my partner are more intimate and deep and my bank account grows. So like the more you love yourself and the more you look at and take time to see like where was I taught I can't love myself, Where did I learn that? The unconditional love that we are trying to cultivate in ourselves is a study. And so sometimes we have this manifest and show up in our bank account as a yo-yo or as a difficult experience or a financial challenge. And we have to look at that and be able to say, like, am I giving my power away? You know, just reflecting on that. Am I having this experience in my bank account and I'm allowing this experience to interpret how I feel about myself? Now I feel unworthy. Now I feel like I failed. Now I feel a lot of shame. Now I feel a lot of guilt. 
your bank account is your healer in this experience of example, right? Your bank account is showing you, look at how you need to love yourself more. You're not loving yourself more. Let me remind you. Let me show you, right? And then you get to this place where you're like, I love myself. It doesn't matter, right? I'm good. I'm confident. I'm worthy. I'm whole. I'm enough. And you get to that place. And then these things happen as like a rewrite and you see them and you go, ah, all right, tough times. It happens. I'm held. I'm supported. I know I'm enough. I have happiness. I'm good. And then these things go away because you've learned the lesson. So if you've been in a situation where like your success, you want success because you think it will make you love yourself. If you could just reach these goals, have these outcomes, achieve these things, you need to look at that and recognize, oh, there's this pattern within me where I'm creating un- I'm creating conditional love, not allowing myself to feel good about myself unless I do these certain things. And so let me heal this. How do we heal self-love, right? It starts really, you know, as within, so without, I think is also true as without, so within, right? If we're not careful, but we can also do it in the right way where we start to have relationships with the things around us that are in right relationships. So like to heal my relationship with self-love, I had to come into right relationship with my body, come into right relationship with my partner, come into right relationship with money. And these are studies, right? So I would say start looking at these areas of your life and asking like, how can I become more in right relationship with these things? Like from my own values, right? And then I'd also would look at like, are you showing yourself love? Think about love as an action, okay? Love is also an emotion and a state of feeling, but love is a practice, okay? Self-love is a devotional practice. What are you doing to love yourself regularly? Are you practicing things that actually mirror the energy of I'm worthy of love, right? And then money is like, oh, yes, you are. Here you go. I love you, right? You ever get a gift from somebody and you're like, I feel so loved. I feel so loved. Money is the same thing. Money is the same thing. And you can only be loved by others to the extent that you love yourself. So make sure you spend time reflecting on that and just getting clear. And then finally, the fourth quote unquote money block we didn't know we had was the block of empowerment. So um, this one is really interesting for me. I would say like of all of these four Healing my relationship with empowerment is like the most alive study for me right now because I have built safety, I have cultivated happiness, I have built deeper self-love and while those are things that I'm continuously learning and studying, what is also true is that empowerment feels like almost as if you are returning to that energy of relationship of safety and returning to the energy of happiness and returning to the energy of self-love and you're putting them all into a container of energy that is feeling confident, right? Like being in your power, being in your leadership, knowing your worth, offering that to the world. Um, Empowerment is interesting because, you know, I work with a lot of women and I myself had this pattern within me where when I was going through something difficult, I'd be like, I know I'm powerful. I know I'm a fucking powerful person. I know I can do this. And and I had a mentor of mine look at me and go, well, if you have to say it, <laughs> if you have to say it, you know, what does that really mean? 
And I think for a long time, I I was pretending to be in my power. I wasn't actually powerful. I wasn't actually embodied in my power. I think empowerment is a really humble energy. And uh, a lot of the times we think that empowerment is this really like loud, forceful, radiant thing. For me personally, empowerment is like sovereignty. It's like, I'm good. I know I got this. I know I'm strong. I know I'm incredible. Um, I'm not special because I am those things right? That's the part of the ego that's like, I'm powerful and nobody else is this powerful, right? Like, no, you you have, you're perfect, you're beautiful, you're enough, you're amazing, you're skilled, you're brilliant, and so is everybody in this world, right? But we have to give ourselves full permission to be empowered. And what's really true, I think, you know, in money mindset is that a lot of people are actually resisting money because they are afraid of being empowered because maybe they've had experiences that have made them feel disempowered in their life and so like for me I manifested these like sort of traumas in my entrepreneur path where you know I was showing up like a leader and then something would happen and I would feel really hurt or I was showing up in a very confident way and then somebody would say something mean or um, someone would be triggered by me or I would have kind of like this angry person, you know, come at me. And so I felt like it wasn't safe for me to be in my power. And when I was that way, I had these other narratives of like, how can I help somebody? I feel so insecure. How can I guide somebody? I feel so incapable. How can I show somebody the way and be a leader of my life? I feel so not that, right? And so empowerment is when we're talking about healing our relationship with success and opening up the doors to an energetic channel of money and prosperity we have to heal our relationship with empowerment it is so important because you cannot receive from the universe the level of reflection of empowerment unless you're cultivating that power within yourself regularly So like I go through, there are some meditations in the sacred success program that actually do this for you of like, let me get into my power. Let me, let me do things that feel powerful to me. Let me actually show up to envision the powerful, confident, aligned, sovereign version of myself. And so what I started to do on my journey was I I recognized, right? I had childhood traumas around you know, being confident in the classroom or being confident on stage and getting made fun of. And then that manifested into, you know, my corporate life where I was really confident in my career and I got blindsided with like not being good in my job, Um, getting a new boss who's really abusive, you know, watching everything kind of crash. And I slowly felt that disempowerment. And then I had to show up in my business and heal all those wounds, right? And rewrite the dynamic of that. And I had experiences manifest where I indulged in the old stories. I was like, oh my God, here it is again. Another person tearing me down, another person, another judgment, another criticism from my family. Here it is again, right? But but when I realized like, oh, <laughs> this is how healing works, right? I'm going to go and experience this thing and I'm going to choose different and be like, okay, this is time to rewrite this, right? I started to, to ask myself, you know, empowerment is it really cultivated in a vacuum is it like I'm just going to work on my empowerment by myself and charge it up and get really strong um no empowerment is something that is taught and studied through resistance right and to be empowered right I think is to feel energetic power 
right? And if you look at like going to the gym, when you get powerful and strong in your muscles, there's resistance, right? So can we like look at, and I'm saying, I'm like, right? You get it, right? Here we are. Yeah, you get it. Um, but can we really actually look at uh, the study of empowerment as it comes up and to see these experiences that we have that are quite challenging to our empowerment as the opportunities of resistance and celebrate that and be like, wow, this is my study of empowerment. This is actually the time. I feel so blessed. I feel so excited. So, you know, this is really about, again, just circling back to our topics, coming into right relationship with yourself to feel safe, to feel safe to feel safe, to be happy, to feel safe, to feel self-love, to feel safe, to be empowered. When we do these things, this is where we become an energetic match for the prosperity and the success that we really actually want. So I hope this conversation was beneficial for you. If you listened to today's episode, I'd love to ask you to just take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, come and tag me. I love seeing you guys. If you can, please leave a review on any platform you're listening on. And then the final thing I'll just say is please go check out the Sacred Success Program if you're looking to go deeper into the study and really heal your relationship with success. If you identify that you are somebody who isn't creating consistency in her life and not manifesting the outcomes she really desires, go check it out, laurenoflove.com. Go to the shop section and you will see it in our digital courses. You get lifetime access to it and all the updates of the program as well. And those meditations, journal workbooks, the slides, there's like eight or nine video trainings in there. It is powerful. So laurenoflove.com. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Stick around. We have more magical medicine coming up this month on the podcast. Can't wait to see you on another episode. Take care, guys.